Welcome to my podcast, Tricks of the Trademark. This is Eric Pelton with another podcast episode in which I share advice and experience based on my 20 years of working with clients around the world to protect and strengthen their brands. Welcome to another episode. Today we're going to talk about trademark search oddities and tips when dealing with the USPTO's TESS trademark system. It's a very exciting topic. You might be able to hear the dog barking about a block away, but my dog is back here in the bushes. You can tell she's clearly heard me talk about trademarks way too much. She's, she's bored to death. A recent story in the news was about Michael Jordan forming a new NASCAR team. He bought into a NASCAR team and next year will be owning a race car team in NASCAR. And there was a lot of speculation as to what the team might be called, what number car they might use because in NASCAR, the number of the car is a huge thing for branding and marketing and racing. And someone wisely decided before they had even announced what the car number and the brand of the team would be, someone sleuthed in the USPTO records and found that a organization with a North Carolina address had filed for the number 23, Jordan's original uniform jersey number, of course, for stock car racing services, I believe. And this was a great example of how there's so much information in the trademark database that can be used for many different reasons. Yeah, usually we're using trademark searches to clear a potential name and make sure that there's no conflicts, but you can use it to learn about things in the news. You can use it to learn about competitors or other in your industry. You can use it to learn about trends. For example, I've written blog posts about the growth in filings for IPAs uh, for beer and the growth in filings for CBD related businesses in the last few years. You can use the data that's publicly available in tests to review and actually you know, measure those type of things. The key is knowing how to search within tests. It is a system of its own with its own unique parameters and rules. For example, you can search by filing date. So my friend Ed Timberlake has great posts on social media, on Twitter, follow him. I recommend if you're interested in this at all, he will, for example, go through a recent day's worth of filings. You could look back a week ago and see what was filed on any particular day and look at how many of those applications were from China and how many were from in the US. And you can find you know, interesting things that related to current events, or of course now in the times of COVID, you can find many applications related to not only pharmaceutical companies doing work on COVID, but things for masks, things for social distancing, things for educating in pods. I mean, the trademark register really is a mirror of what's going on in society and business as a whole. And by using these search tools, you can dig into all of these types of things. You can search, for example, for marks that are configurations, which are the really interesting three-dimensional 
packaging or bottle shapes or other um, non-traditional trademark filings. You can search the register and you can filter it by marks that are live, meaning that they're pending or registered, and marks that are dead, meaning marks that are abandoned either because they were registered and were not renewed and became canceled or because they were applications that never went all the way through to registration. And there are times when you will sometimes want to look at only the live marks or only the dead marks. Knowing all of the in and outs of how test works gives you all of these opportunities. Another great tool buried within the USPTO's wealth of information is that you can look at the records of how examiners have searched for particular phrases or words or potential conflicts when they review new applications. This is called an X search, is the record that the USPTO keeps of the examiner's search log, and it's in every search file. If you go into TSDR and you look at the documents, you will see there's an X search file. And that's an excellent way to look at different search strategies uh, and to learn more about the different search tools. The bottom line is that, in my experience, searching is as much of an art as it is a science, much like everything related to trademarks. There are a lot of rules and guidelines, and it's very important to know them, but there's also a lot of nuance and gray area and creativity that goes into the application of those rules and techniques and tools. And so if you asked 10 trademark professionals to search the same type of information, you would probably come up, I'm, in fact, I would guarantee that you would come up with at least five different ways to approach that search. And maybe you would even come up with 10 different ways. Well, obviously, it depends on the nature of the search and how complicated it, it is. But the point is, again, searching is really an art as much of a science experience matters. If you have questions about trademark searches for your brand, for your business, I'm happy to share with you my experience and talk about how we can work together. If you'd like to learn more about TESS and the USPTO's search system, I'll drop a link in the description to like the user manual for TESS uh, because it contains a lot of nuggets. It also shows how vast and complicated it can be. You've been listening to Tricks of the Trademark with me, Eric Pelton. I've been making trademarks bloom since 1999. For more information about my trademark services, visit my website at ericpelton.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.